Hey everyone, I am here with Sophia, my dear friend. Say hello. Hey guys. Hello. She is on Skype right now. So um, I've never done a Skype call before. I've never done a Skype podcast before. So bear with me if the quality is not there yet. But we are trying it out for the first time today. And I'm very happy to have Sophia here with me. We are very good friends. We know each other from college. We met at Endicott and we were roommates senior year and we're homies. So Sophia is a real one. And Sophia, tell me a little bit about your big brother viewing. Like how many seasons have you watched and all that jazz? Yeah, of course. Well, I'm so excited to be here. I freaking love big brother. (laughs) I admittedly am a bit of a newer fan. I started watching, I've seen three seasons of Real Big Brother over the summer. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited for the next season. Obviously, wait mm-hmm. all year for it. Of course. And I watched last season of Celebrity Big Brother. Obviously, I've been watching this season of Celebrity Big Brother. So I'm a bit of a newer fan, but hey, nothing I'm wrong hooked. with that. Yeah, nothing wrong with so that. Hooked. I think so, I've been converted. To yeah, life. we used to watch it all the time at Endicott, and we would do Big Brother nights. And it was funny because like every once in a while, like one of us wouldn't be able to watch. So we'd be like, don't say anything, like don't spoil it. But it was a good time. Then we converted some people along the way too. Some of our other roommates would catch an episode here and there. I don't think they totally got it, right? but I appreciated the effort. And it was funny, like whenever people try to talk to me while I'm watching Big Brother, I'm always like, (laughs) hold on, let me pause and explain because like I need to focus right now. And they would Mm -hmm. always ask questions, which like I get it because they want to know what's going on. But I was always like, guys, I'm in the zone here. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I got my mom into it and she she's into the show, but she always tries to talk. And I'm like, hey, not until the commercial break, mom. Not commercial now. break. We have our powwows at the commercial yeah, break. Yeah. <laughs> she tries to strategize and, and talk smack. And I'm like, no, no. Wait, wait till the commercial. Would you ever join Big Brother House? I mean, we've talked about this before, but. Oh, yeah. I am sending in my Big Brother audition tape. I don't know if this summer's my year, but next summer. Next yeah, summer. I feel so. like I definitely want to audition, but I've never gotten around to it. Also, I feel like. Maybe in a year or so, then yeah, I'll, I'll apply. I feel like we're a little bit young. I mean, typically, yeah. I feel like the prime house guests are 20, mid-20s. Mid-20s. Yeah. We're, we're young 20s. We could benefit from another year or two. Yeah, I think so. So we're going to jump right into Wednesday's episode. So we left off with Ryan being evicted. Now, actually, before we start talking about Wednesday's episode, I do want to find out, like, your overall thoughts up until now in the beginning who were you like mostly rooting for in the beginning well and then if that's changed hmm, I have a difference between who I was rooting for and who I realistically thought I thought could win yeah realistically I thought Jonathan Bennett was a strong contender he's very likable Mm -hmm. I think he had potential to win the physical comps I mean he was out the door very soon so obviously he's not a possibility anymore regarding who I was rooting for. I mean, my, my girl Lolo as a runner myself, I'm a little bit partial. I will admit she <laughs> was not making the best choices early on in the season. I think if anything, she's in a better position to win now than she was in the beginning of the season. Now that she's aligned herself, her and Natalie have always been strong, but this yeah, alliance with Tom, and Kato will certainly be interesting to watch because they're all very different, but I think that they can all bring something to the table. Yeah, I agree. 
I think it's tough to say. Who I just I, think would, I just the wish they now. were better at hiding it. I agree. Because everyone knows that they're in this four-person alliance, I feel like, at this point. And they, at first, tried to be secretive about it. But then it was almost like they just didn't care if it was secret anymore. Yeah. And that's when people started catching on. How do you feel about them socializing and entertaining the idea of bringing Ricky in? We'll get to that a little bit later. But okay, I personally feel like Ricky has been a loose cannon so far. However, most times it's been in Lolo and Natalie's favor. Like people will stay, say stuff about them and he'll just bring it to them. It's happened this twice now. Um, so I could see him being an asset to them. But the moment that Tom mentioned bringing him into the alliance and then Ricky was hesitant, I feel like that makes me believe he might not be totally on board. But we'll get there. All right. All right. We'll, we'll talk more about that. Um, okay, so starting off the episode, right after Ryan leaves, literally Ryan just got out the door and Joey is already saying to Kato, oh my God, what happens now? So I'm out next and then what? What are you guys going to do after you evict me? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Joey, you are not slick. Like, what is going on? Like, why are you asking Kato what's going to happen next? You don't even know who's going to get the power next. Like, you at this point... They didn't even know who was going to be HOH next. And Joey's like, oh, so you're just going to pick us all off then. It must be a really big alliance. It's like, Joey, chill. Yeah, I find it a bit ironic that Joey was hesitant to align with Ryan and Jonathan and Lolo, that initial potential huge alliance. Yeah. But now I feel like he thinks that he'll be the next one out the door because Jonathan was out and Ryan was out. He's so quick to associate with them in that sense. Yeah. So I find that interesting. He didn't want an alliance. And all of a sudden, he seems like he's, like, all in. Like, all of a sudden, he seems like he's all in with Big Brother. And the up until now, he seemed like he didn't really care. And now, all of a sudden, he, like, really cares. Yeah. I thought, me off. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was interesting that he rejected that offer in the beginning from... I think it was Lolo and well, Ryan. They didn't even get him. the offer out yet. Yeah, he before Amar and Lolo were just talking about alliance or talking about oh this game's getting real and he's like alliance I hate that word and Lolo was yeah. like oh I didn't even get the offer out yet and he's already bashing on alliances. I mean, then I thought it was interesting that he was so quick to back Ryan and yeah. Jonathan. Oh, they're as out the door, was, so I'm out next. Right. It was as if he was like on their team already. I'm like, buddy, you said you said you were a one man show here. Yeah, maybe he and, realized and, that wasn't a good move. Yeah, I mean, he did, I feel like he did make a good move, in, but didn't realize it in the beginning by not joining that big alliance. I mean, he didn't even get, like, the offer to join, but I think he, like, kind of, like, skated that a little bit because he would have been associated with Ryan and Jonathan. Granted, I think he kind of made himself associated with them anyways, but still. Yeah, I agree. It'll be interesting to see what he does with himself moving forward. I also thought it was really weird that he said to Kato, this was also immediately after Ryan left, oh, use me as a pawn if you need to. You guys, wow. That's a pretty strict alliance. But what's going to happen after this? So you get rid of me and then what happens? Then you guys are all going to cannibalize each other. It's going to be brutal. So if you need to use me as a pawn, you need to mix it up because you're going to have to break some of that up. Yeah. You have to. Ryan's gone, and obviously I'm super bummed about that. I'm definitely on a little bit of an island. Best case scenario for me now is to try to win HOH. If that doesn't happen, 
then you have to try to ingratiate yourself with other people. Maybe that'll work. It's a well-oiled machine, but then I'm gone, but then you guys gotta be careful because it's very strong. Yeah, well, I'll tell you something. Let's, let's, let's take a minute to yeah. enjoy the fact that we're all here still. No, I'm just saying, if you need to use me to pull on, do it to bring something up. Okay. Joey, yeah. yourself up to someone who isn't even in power right now. Like, wait till someone has the HOH and wait for them to ask you to be a pawn. Never just offer yourself up as a pawn. Yeah, I feel like that was said in panic because yeah. he was panicking. He said, oh my God, I was forming this bond with Ryan and Jonathan. And now they're both out the door. Now I'm really alone. So maybe if I offer myself as a pawn, I'll gain some numbers on my side. Yes, so that's how to I took that some trust but I feel like he knows nothing about Big Brother because Joey what do we know about pawns pawns go home this is true this <laughs> is true we have Lolo crying like an idiot because Ryan left and like he wasn't all on her side he was more buddy buddy with Jonathan and I felt bad in this moment but I also kind of wanted to be like Lolo don't make yourself look pathetic like pull it together like I just wanted to get this team it was no no you did not but it's like this team took me in what's like I know he wouldn't he I know I'm sorry <laughs> yeah so you know where I'm going yeah the whole time he was here and you're fine I just feel like a traitor now, but it's like, you so I'll be fine. I, I just gotta get this out. Like, yeah. That's crazy. When I got fourth at the Olympics, like, yeah. he's the one that, like, helped me through that night when I was yeah. just, like, so crushed. And he will do the same thing at the next Olympics, because that's how Ryan is. He's Ryan, just a good guy. He's just a good dude. He's solid, hence why we had to get him out. <laughs> I'm heartbroken because it's very hard to, as an Olympian to vote another Olympian to be out. You know, I don't know. I just felt like it was a really awkward, an awkward moment. Yeah, I agree. I think she was upset that she voted against Team USA as well, which I understand. I mean, you always want to have a good, you always want to have a teammate's back. I feel like, okay, she's a good teammate in that sense. However, I feel like she was ignoring the fact that he wanted to put her on the block. Yeah, like he wasn't Team USA either. He yeah. was after you just as much as you voted him out. I think they'll be Team USA at the Olympics, but for yeah. right now in Big Brother, they... And honestly, quite... this this might make them bond further because they had the time in the house to spend together. But I feel like she was almost way too hard on herself because she was like, oh, like, why didn't he want to, like, be buddy-buddy with me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's really not your fault. He's the one who wanted to put you up from the beginning. Yeah, and I think they definitely could have been a power duo, which certainly would have put a target on their backs. I mean, of there course. is a little bit of target on their backs already, just where they are such athletic competitors. Yeah, but I mean, I think a, a duo between them would have been smart. Clearly, it didn't go that way, but I think it didn't go that way more so because of Ryan than Lolo. I agree. Then we have this moment where... Joey is still frantic and he he said to Ricky that he's annoyed that the girls are walking around acting like they feel safe and that they're running the house. I feel like they got them on lockdown. They're, they're so secure. I don't like overconfidence. I don't like it. And it's very confident. I'm cool with both Natalie and Lolo. 
So, I don't mind. You should be worrying about yourself right now, son. And so then Ricky brought that information to the girls. He also, Joey also knew 100% about the um, four-person alliance that includes Tom, Cato, Natalie, and Lolo. And this is when he goes to Dina, Tamar, and Candy in the bathroom and is like, y'all, we need an alliance. Like, Joey was just so frantic right after Ryan left. He's trying to start alliances after he said he doesn't do alliances. He's telling Ricky that Tame, um, he's telling Ricky that Natalie and Lolo feel too safe. Like he's just, it's literally diarrhea of the mouth with Joey at this moment. You know what it is? It's word vomit. Oh no, it was coming up again. Word vomit. Yes, it's word vomit. You are very right. Shout out to you, Jonathan Bennett. <laughs> However, yeah, I feel like he was definitely mid panic. Yeah. I mean, if, if I were in the Big Brother house and I were forming an alliance, I would want something where we could all offer something. Right. Whereas I feel like that was an attempt for Joey to lead the pack and have some followers and numbers on his side. I agree. And the funniest thing to me was Tamar's reaction in the diary room. She's like, you want us to go up against the bootleg superheroes? You want to have an alliance with you, me, Candy, who don't like to do nothing physical, and Dina against the bootleg superheroes? No, that's not finna work. We gonna lose. And I was like, that's the best alliance name? Like, they should call themselves that? That was awesome. I I hope she continues to call them that, the bootleg superhero alliance. Right? And I also feel like as underwhelming as Tamar is in the competitions, she makes for great TV. That woman is hilarious. Oh, yeah. She's consistently made me laugh nonstop in the diary room just constantly I find myself just laughing at whatever comes out of her mouth exactly and I also feel like because she's been and we'll get to the competition in this episode but because she's been kind of like failing for lack of a better word at um the competitions I feel like she's almost proven herself as a non-threat which can be a good thing in the big brother house at least in the beginning Oh, definitely. We saw that with Rockstar this past summer. Oh, true. Rockstar, one of the reasons I think she stayed so long was because they knew she wasn't a huge physical threat. I mean, she was the first one to say it. Yeah. So I think that Rockstar and Tamar are pretty similar players. I agree. You could I would have say... never thought to do that comparison, but I think that's very true. How long did Rockstar last? She made it to like mid-season right or a little longer i think so i would say about mid-season she did make the jury house it's hard to compare because the real season of big brother versus the celebrity season of big brother are so different there's so many more cast members and so much longer of a season yeah honestly i think you could play a weaker game in celebrity big brother and come out further than regular big brother that's a bit of a conversation for a different time but I mean, I I do see them as similar figures in the house. Yeah, I could see that. I'll be interested to see, like, towards the end of the season when we find out how far Tamar makes it and then, like, comparing it to Rockstar. Yeah, that's a good idea. Then we get to this competition, which I have to say, this I loved this competition. I feel like Big Brother doesn't do enough of these types of competitions. We've seen them do the, like, in-the-dark or like escape room sort of style um, competitions before, but usually it's like 
pitch black and it's not so much as like unlocking certain things or figuring out riddles to get to different rooms. I don't know. I just thought it was really unique and I liked the competition a lot. Yeah, I definitely like the competition. I think if I was a house guest competing in that conversation competition rather, I would have no voice after oh the my fact God. because I would I scream would be my head off. Yeah. But I mean, I think it would be fun. Nothing's going to hurt you. Right. I feel you like it go had, for it. Yeah, I feel like it had a bit of a maze element as well as the horror element. It was dark. You couldn't mm-hmm. see. So there was a lot of things going on. And I don't see Big Brother doing like horror themed competitions very often. So it was a nice change. Um, and the first thing that I wrote down before even the, before the competition even started, when they first like showed the competition and like explained it, my exact note that I wrote down is this comp is going to have Tamar freaking out. Oh and I was gosh. right. <laughs> I also thought Candy was going to freak, but Candy was actually very calm. She was pretty good in this competition. She came yeah, out like Candy middle. did it well. Um, and then I, I also I wrote down Tamar was as expected. She took so long to even open the door that I was like, even if she ends up like going through the whole thing, she's going to time out just because she can't even get in the room. And then she straight up quit, which I felt was a cop out. I mean, I get that people have like legitimate fears about that but you're telling me she's already had a phobia of two of the competitions that have happened listen i was on a block last week and i know i need to win this hoh more than ever But let me tell you something. I don't do haunted houses. I don't do no Halloweens, honey. I don't do clowns. I don't do snakes. I don't do caterpillars. I don't do birds. I don't do none of that stuff that's going to scare me. No. None of that. She's afraid of heights, and now she's afraid of this haunted house. Yeah, I feel like with Big Brother comes a little bit of facing your fears. Everyone has different fears, so different elements of Big Brother can be scary to different people in different ways. But... Tamar, that's too bad. Does she really feel that comfortable that the, that she thinks she can just walk out of a competition? No, that's the thing. Like, I feel like throwing a competition in Big Brother is so taboo. And also, like, usually when people throw a competition, it's for a strategic reason and you try to cover it up. Whereas she straight up was like, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, really? Like, this is your safety in the house right now. Yeah, if I were another house guest in the game worried about myself, feeling uneasy, and she just quit, I'd be mad. And that would be enough to make me want to put her on the block. Mm. Although she might not be the biggest threat, I mean, that's just blatantly walking around like... it's a cop-out. Yeah. I also wrote down that it's the fastest I've ever seen Ricky move. When he was in that house, he dives through the window. I was like, holy shit, Ricky has come to play. I keep forgetting that he has won a competition. I forget that Ricky's there sometimes. Yeah. I, I forget that, like, Ricky is a, actually, a, I feel like, a decent contributor to the Big Brother season so far. But I always forget he's there because he's, like, so quiet and so mellow the whole, all the time. Yeah. Personally, I mean, we can talk about his strategy later. I don't like his strategy too much from what I've seen. I agree. But I do think, I mean, I think he definitely has potential. Yeah. He was in the NFL, so he's got something to him, physically yeah. at least. I wrote that um, Natalie is stuck in the 90s with her 
off the chain and she said off the chain this episode she said punked in the last episode i was like this girl and her like little quotes here and there so 90s which i almost feel like might come from her like wrestling background i don't know yeah i mean she's almost inspired me to put a pink stripe in my hair right the not sure how my it's awesome i don't know if i could pull it off i don't know if my manager would be thrilled about it but it's awesome (laughs) i mean i definitely like her style i can definitely see why her and lola gravitate toward each other yeah I see why that fit, but I agree. Yeah, it's interesting. Natalie will be another interesting to watch, interesting one to watch to see mm-hmm. how she unfolds. Her exact words, or her the exact time that she used the phrase "off the chain" was when she was referring to Tom's time in the competition, which I agree was off the chain. <laughs> that was off the chain. I yeah. Was like- Holy shit. Tom came to play. Oh yeah. Tom Tom is someone they have to pay attention to. And realistically I love him. What was that? I love him. I, he's awesome. I mean, I hate to say it, but you wouldn't look at him and see physical threat. Right. Him next to Lolo. I know. You wouldn't think so. But Tom, if they want to get out of threat, they should get out Tom. And Joey made a good point. Like he's a good like six feet or taller and he got through that thing faster than everybody like how in the world oh yeah he's very like he's very smart so i think that he figured out like the actual flow of the escape room thing really fast so it was just a matter of like moving but like moving quickly when you're that big in such a small space can't be easy my mom has a crush on tom i love tom i think tom is awesome yeah, I think Tom and Cato are the Marissa and Ross of this season. Oh my god, they're like the duo. Tomato. Yeah. Best bros. Huh? Tomato. Tomato for life. Um <laughs> I love it. Um, so I wrote down their scores in order. So we had Tom came in first, and then Ricky, who was very, very close behind him, like literally seconds. And Lolo, same thing. She was also within like the three minutes. Yeah. And then it was Joey, which he also I think was around four minutes. And then we had Candy, who was in the middle. I think it took her like eight minutes, which isn't very good. But she did better than Natalie, which is surprising. And then we had Dina, which I think the reason that Natalie probably didn't do as well is because she seemed like very scared. So she's probably more hesitant. Whereas the other people seemed more just focused on getting through and not really paying attention to like the scares around the corners and stuff. Um, Then we had Dina, who took about like 15 minutes, which... I'm not surprised by it. I don't think anybody was surprised by it. And then obviously Tamar took the full time because she didn't participate. I, I was trying to, I always try to watch competitions like this and see if I can tell who's looking good. Oh, wow. They were fast. They took a long time. But the way they edit it on TV, it's always so hard to tell. Yeah, you can't tell. They really keep you in suspense when they offer the scores at the mm-hmm. end when the competition's over. But for a second there, I thought Joey was going to have it, but... Yeah, Joey seemed like he was crushing it, but he did get pretty close. He was within a minute of, like, the winning time, so... Yeah, I Not mean, he's definitely a competitor. Yeah, for sure. Um, So, Tom is sort of relishing in his win, and then Candy starts grilling him, and she asks him if he's in an alliance. Are you in an alliance with everybody else? Huh? Are you in an alliance with everybody else? I mean, what are you doing? 
And I want to shake her and be like, Candy, you can't ask the HOH if they're in an alliance because now you're like putting pressure on him to answer your questions. He should be grilling you, not the other way around. Now you're just going to make him feel uncomfortable. And that's just a reason for him to put you up on the block like you're questioning him. Yeah, I agree. I feel like you definitely want to lay low. You want to feel like you're just, I hate to say, obeying the HOH, but you want to mm-hmm. you want to make the HOH feel like you're playing their game, exactly. therefore not a threat. And Candy, that wasn't the best move. I feel like that's similar to Jonathan and Ryan cornering almost Kato. Right. And the, they attacked him. Yeah, asking, should we pack? Should we pack? Just pack if you feel like you should. Mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose it's all fair game in the Big Brother house, but do you really want to do that to the HOH? Yeah, it was a bit weird. Um, And then we have the moment where they are trying to come up with team names. Kato um, offers the idea of Team Namaste and then changes it to Team Want to Stay. And I was like, Kato, you're grasping at straws at this moment. Like, that's not a very good alliance name, just... Put a pin in it and think about it later. And then Tom's like, how about team fun? I was like, Tom. Yeah, team want to stay did make me laugh. It reminded me an awful lot of Caitlin Herman. Yep. I feel like she would want to be in team want to stay. Uh-huh. It'll be interesting. Okay. I don't think, yeah, I don't think they ever came mm-hmm. up with a name, did they? No, because that's when Ricky walks in as they're discussing oh, names yeah. and Tom is like, hmm, let me bring Ricky into the fold, which I always find it interesting with when people in an alliance are in a room talking and someone else comes in. And so Tom didn't talk to his alliance prior to asking Ricky to join. He just asked Ricky like on a whim, which might have been his like HOH power get into his head a little bit. So I don't know. I don't know how I felt about that. I didn't think that was a good move. You can be HOH, but realistically... The power you get as HOH is to make nominations. You get your room and people want to talk to you more than maybe they did last week. Just because you're HOH, I don't think you should try to screw up your alliance. Mm -hmm. Because next week, you ain't going to be HOH and you need these people on your side. Right. I was kind of surprised the girls didn't dig into Tom and be like, hey, why did you invite Ricky into our alliance without asking us first? Considering they were really annoyed when... Jonathan and Ryan put up someone other than who they had originally decided on for that first nomination. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, I think Lolo and Natalie, Eva Marie, I think they do seem to trust Tom and Cato a little bit more than they trusted Jonathan and Ryan. Understandably. So Jonathan and Ryan weren't completely open with them. Mm -hmm. So maybe they didn't get as upset because of that. However, Tom, I don't think that was the best move. I don't. I think having I a agree. fifth person in that mix would be great because then they'd have five I for mean, numbers. Yeah, for numbers. That's yeah. That's so such a huge portion of the house. They literally would control everything. I don't know if Ricky was the one though. Yeah, but also even like, and I feel like we see this a lot. We saw this this season at the beginning when you try to have an alliance with too many people, it just never works. Like you need a core group, and when you add too many people into your core group, the word gets out, for one, that you're in an alliance to begin with, and also it's harder to control what everyone's doing. Yeah, I agree. I think the four of them on their own could be very powerful. Yeah, I agree. They're clearly strong in the competition, so if they can keep that going, I mean, 
If they keep working together, sure, people are going to catch on. But I think the four of them together could be very strong. Ricky, mm, you might be better off without. Yeah, I agree. Um, So then Tom, right after Ricky says, no, sorry, like we don't need a name for our alliance. Tom flips the script right away. And in the DR, he's like, well, Ricky, if you don't want to join my alliance, then maybe I'll put you on the block. If you don't want to be on our alliance, then maybe we don't want you to be on our alliance. So there, Ricky Williams. And I was like, that was 180. I feel like Ricky, when they made the offer to him, I don't think he seemed very enthusiastic. I'm thinking it's a little early right now. I'll sign on to this, but I'm not so sure yet. Yes, for now. I think that Tom may have sensed that sort of level of rejection. And maybe he said, okay, Ricky's not as on board with this as I would have preferred. Mm -hmm. So I think then he was like, oh, screw you. You don't want a name. You're not on board 110%. Fine. We're going to put you on the block. Which I kind of, I mean, I think it would be a good move to backdoor Ricky if they get the option to. Um, but I also don't think it's a hundred percent necessary at this point in the season where he was somewhat on board with their Alliance. I feel like they could use him as a number for a little bit longer and then sort of get him out when the time is right. I think if I were in that Alliance, I would be pretty irritated that Tom extended the offer to Ricky, particularly where he didn't consult us first. Like I said, I just don't think Ricky is a strong option. I think he just wants to play the field too much. Ricky doesn't want to be tied down. Mm-mm. Ricky is a true NFL man. He wants to play the field. Yeah, I would be pretty irritated because, again, I think the four of them could be pretty strong. And then I would be mad at Tom if you just go off inviting this outsider in. Mm-hmm. Because... Especially where Ricky's been so explosive with other things that he's found out and then just gone and told whoever it exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that Lolo and Natalie, Eva Marie, he shared some details with them. So they know what he's capable of. Right. And quite honestly, if he's going to share that stuff that other people have said with you, he's going to share what you say with him to other people. I think exactly. if they had a bond with him from the beginning, that would be a little bit different, but he just didn't fit into the mix. At least the two girls, the two guys, then they just sort of latched together. Okay, it makes some sense. Ricky just doesn't fit into the equation. Agreed. And then um, Tom sort of brings the idea of possibly putting Ricky up on the block to Cato. And Cato is 100% against it because he's like, don't ruin what we have. Like, it's a good alliance. Like, don't veer off the beaten path, blah, blah, blah. But there's something to be said for Tom thinking about his end game versus just thinking about what he thinks might be good in the moment because I feel like Cato doesn't have as much big brother knowledge and also is just sort of playing in the moment, which sometimes can work, but you also have to think about the end game. Like what is going to be beneficial at the end of the game when it comes down to voting and also like as HOH in that moment, whoever you get out is like a tally on your check mark. Like, You've got a tally. Every time you get somebody out, that's like more reason for people to pick you for winner. And if Tom uses his HOH to get out like a Candy or a Tamar versus like a Ricky or a Joey, how much 
sort of like credit is that going to get him in the end? Yeah, I agree. Like I said, I just don't really think Ricky would be a good person for them to be in that group alliance with. Yeah. I think that Ricky before, I mean, sure, he has potential, but I think him as a threat to at least that four alliance, four person alliance, he was just sort of there. But I think that now that they've shared this information about their four person alliance with him, now he's a threat because now he has knowledge. So I think he kind of, he didn't jump on board. He's got to go. Yeah. I think it would be a good move for them to get rid of him because Cato said that they have him. I don't think they have him. They don't. And if they do, it's like a 50%. Like basically if the plan that they have for this week is already what Ricky had in mind, he'll go with it and act like he's a part of the Alliance until their decisions don't suit him. And then he has no reason to be loyal. Yeah, I agree. And he's shown that he has some loose lips. So I think that he would spill the details. That's for sure. Um, We have this random moment where Tom is pretending to be a UFO. This is in here. I don't know why this is in here. Okay. Um, You can put it on your head and uh, pretend that you're uh, a UFO. He's holding that bowl above his head, like going around the room. And then, like, Big Brother, like, I feel like CBS loves him so much. There's so many funny moments with him where, like, they play around with the editing and, like, as a film and, like, TV person myself, I thought that was really funny. Like, just the way they edited it and they had him, like, teleport into the other room and he was just, like, staring at the camera. I thought it was funny. I feel like Tom isn't gone. We'll hear from Tom again. Yeah, of course. He is a comedian. He is funny. So CBS will put him on something else. Yeah, I feel like for sure. he. I would love to see, and I saw a tweet recently. It was like, can we please put Cato and Tom on a regu- the regular season of Big Brother? And I was like, yes, please. Because I feel like, I hate to say it, but maybe aside from like Jonathan, they're the only ones that I could see being like good enough caliber to actually participate in like the regular season of Big Brother. And maybe the maybe Natalie and Lolo too, but like especially Cato and Tom I think would be funny to be on the regular season. Yeah, that would be interesting because I feel like sometimes Big Brother does look for spin-offs whether it's All-Stars yeah. or vets coming back into the house. So maybe if they ever mix Celebrity Big Brother and non-Celebrity Big Brother. I could see that. I could see that. That could be fun. Mhm. So then we get celebrity breaking news, which I am already sick of this twist. Um, although I'm much happier about this week's version of the twist than the first one, because the mooch thing was just, it flabbergasted me. Um, yeah. But this celebrity breaking news, this time around, they find out that it's a power And they find out that it's going to help someone who's in a sticky situation. But they don't really get much other information other than it is voted on by America. Um, And this makes Tom a little bit nervous. And it makes him start, like, questioning himself. What is happening here? What's up, everybody? Wow, my sources are telling me something big is about to hit the Big Brother game. What? Now, all celebrities know that a good publicist can get them out of 
any sticky situation. Well, apparently this time, America is playing the role of publicist, and they voted to give one house guest a new power. I'm being told the winner will be able to use this power to get out of a really sticky situation. The power thing! Good luck. <laughs> oh, yeah, the powers. I finally win the HOH competition, and what? Celebrity breaking news. Is this going to mess up all my plans? Expect the unexpected. Womp, womp, womp. And Tamar wins it, which I am not surprised by at all. I did vote for Tom, which we talked about on the last episode. Um, but I felt like this was kind of shitty timing after she had just quit competition and kind of showed that, like, she wasn't really valuing the fact that she was allowed this time in the Big Brother house that, like, a lot of people wish they had the opportunity for. Um, and then she gets this power that gets her basically safety for a week. So I, I mean, I do get why she got it. She's really funny. She has a big following, but I was kind of upset by it. Yeah, I agree. When she first walked in, I thought Big Brother was going to play a joke and give her an empty envelope. Yeah, or I thought, because usually they do the thing where like everyone opens a thing or everyone like goes into a room and then like each person has to find out whether or not they got it. So I thought that's what they were going to do, but it's only a short season, so they probably didn't have time for that. Yeah, I get it. I mean, she's definitely great TV. She consistently makes me laugh. I'm sure she mm -hmm. makes other viewers laugh as well. So I do get it, but that's a good way to say it. It doesn't seem like she fully appreciates her time in the house. Mm -hmm. So to think that she might be able to skate by, I mean, we'll see how it goes. But Tom is definitely shook about this, although he does have good intuitions as to who it might be. Right. He said basically that he thought it was Candy, Tamar, or Joey, which I couldn't see it being Joey just because I didn't know who he was, maybe because of my age. I think more of like an older demographic watched his show that he was on whatever the hell it's called um but candy i could totally see getting it because i do know since i have my real housewives of atlanta ties um that all of the real housewives of atlanta ladies were tweeting from their accounts being like retweet this and like hashtag like BB slub candy so she can like win this power blah 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 so she had a lot of ladies like rooting for her so he was really good with his guesses but unfortunately he chose the two people who didn't have the power and I did however think that his strategy was good he originally was like do I go for the people who I think I want to get out or do I go for the people who I think have the power and it really doesn't make sense to go for the people who you want to get out because if you go for the people that you want to get out and they have the power and then that sucks. And then you have to pick somebody else. But if you go for the people who you think have the power initially, you can get rid of it and then use that replacement spot to put in the person who you really want to get out of the house. If that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think this worked out for him because it seems like the people that he was considering putting on the block were the same people that he thought might have the power. That's true. So this is pretty convenient. I mean, he said Candy, Tamar, Joey, or did he say Ricky might have the power? Oh, yeah. He may have mentioned Ricky. Yeah, he was looking at... But I think he was leaning more towards um, Joey, Candy, Tamar. Yeah, and I think he'd be content to see any of them walk out the door. 
Agreed. So I think this was all pretty convenient for him as well. Although his mm-hmm. strategy was good, it was pretty convenient too. Yeah. Unfortunately, he picked the wrong two. He nominated Joey and Candy, which did rule them out for having the power. So I feel like people are kind of slowly trying to figure out who it is. And I feel like it's not going to take them long to realize that it's Tamar who has the power. Um, so he made the right move. He just chose the wrong people. Yeah, I think Tamar has a little bit of a big mouth, so I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out at some point. Yeah, I feel like I'm, she's probably going to tell the girls. Like, she'll tell Lolo or somebody, and then they'll just go and tell everybody yeah, else. Yeah, I'm not sure if Tamar can bite her tongue for this. Yeah, definitely not. Especially because her reaction to it, like, when she got it was so big, I was like, she wants to run and tell everybody about that oh, right now. Oh, yeah. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything ever in my life, nothing. Okay. Congratulations, Tamar. America has chosen to give you the power of the publicist. A good publicist can get you out of any sticky situation, and there's no stickier situation in the Big Brother house than being on the block. So if you get nominated at the nomination ceremony or veto meeting, you can use this power to pull yourself off the chopping block, keeping yourself safe at the next eviction. This power can only be used once and it expires after the veto meeting on February 4th. From that point on, it is no longer in play. Congratulations again and good luck. (laughs) Thank you, America. I needed this because I'm probably going on the block this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I feel like she's pretty over the top as it is, and just the fact that all these people this whole time are going to be try are going to try to figure out who has the power, who has the power. She'll just be like, uh-huh. it's, it's me. me. Yeah, I have it. Like I feel like I'm actually kind of surprised she withheld it even for the first nomination ceremony, like following that power, but I think she was feeling pretty incognito. Did she have the hood on and the sunglasses? Yeah, which I actually was just going to say. I had a note about this. I don't think they should be allowed to wear sunglasses during nomination ceremonies, evictions, like anything where it's like a pivotal time because I want to see like their reactions and their expressions. This is true. You can't read them when they have sunglasses on. If I were in the house, I would maybe want to hide my reaction. Yeah, some t- but I also almost feel like that makes you look shadier. I know. Like, what are you yeah, trying to this hide? Is true. No, I definitely agree. So Although is it the I, best move? I don't know. I feel like we see it more with celebrity seasons. Like they're always like incognito. I mean, they're probably used to it like out in public trying to like hide from the paps or whatever, but they're out there with their like hoods on and their sunglasses on. So maybe it's just a habit. I think the greatest incognito move was last year during the endurance competition. When Omarosa threw on the black hat. Oh my God. <laughs> brilliant. So simple, but yet so brilliant. Omarosa. Gotta throw it back to her. Oh yeah. Gotta give her credit. Um, so that is everything that happened Wednesday night's episode. Even though it was just one episode, I feel like it was an action-packed one, especially with that crazy competition. But I did want to find out what are your predictions moving forward and like who are you rooting for right now i do feel like someone's going to come off the block yeah i agree i really wouldn't be surprised whether it's joey willingly pulling himself off Mm -hmm. or maybe lolo kato natalie one of them winning and them pulling someone off the block yeah or even tom 
or even Tom, exactly. So I think either side could pull someone off the block, and then it'll just be a question of who goes up. Yeah, I I would. So the only time that I think I would hope Tom wouldn't nominate the person who has the power is during the veto ceremony, because then that gets a lot of blood on his hands. Because so say, for example, Candy wins the veto. Candy pulls herself off. He tries to put up Tamar and Tamar says, "Uh uh-uh, I have the power. So she gets pulled off. Then he has to nominate a fourth person. So that those are four. That's four people that are already after him. One of them is going to leave. Three of those people are still in that house. I agree. And I think just given looking at who Tom may put up, I mean, realistically, he'll probably put up Tamar, Candy and Joey are already up there, or Ricky seems like a possibility for him. Mm-hmm. I think that that might then unite them. Yeah. And they'll just be like, oh, screw this guy. He's got his team. Right. And then they might come together because it's getting later in the competition. I mean, we have the one side with Tom, Kato, and the girls. And then the other side has got to group together if they yeah. want to stand a chance. I agree. Um, it's becoming sort of like a level six situation where they're just kind of like picking people off. But um, I agree. I, it is a good idea to weed out the power, but it's just not a good idea for, like, Tom individually. Like, his game is not good for him to put up the person who has the power during veto. Granted, he doesn't know who has the power, but, like, hopefully he doesn't try to put up the person that has the power or realizes that, hey, I'm going to get a lot of blood on my hands if I put up the person who has the power. But yeah. I guess we'll see. I think, I think his best move would be Ricky. Just where Ricky wasn't 110% on board, mm-hmm. they've already shared these details with him, which makes him more of a threat. Agreed. I think Ricky would be his best bet. And quite honestly, if he puts up Tamar and she has the power, okay, it sucks. Tamar in herself, though, I don't know if she's the biggest threat. And then he can just put up Ricky mm-hmm. if someone were to come down. I think that's all we have, unless you have anything else you want to add about the season. I think that's all I have. The, I mean, it'll be interesting to see where it goes, but I think first we have to get through this veto ceremony. That'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious definitely to see who will win it. I also am just curious to see who gets picked because I feel like that has a lot to do with what happens. Yeah, I think Joey is definitely a contender that could win the veto Mm -hmm. and consequently pull himself off, but it'll be interesting. I think if Tom puts up Ricky, which I think he should. Agreed. It'll really be an indicator about how the season's going to go. Mm-hmm. He'll certainly draw a line in the sand, but that's inevitable. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. And we will leave you with that. So, Sophia, where can the people find you if they want to talk Big Brother? Twitter handle, anything you want to shout oh, out? If the people want to find me, my Instagram is Sophia underscore Hatzis, S-O-P-H-I-A underscore H-A-T-Z-I-S. My Twitter is Sophia Hatzis 77 Same spelling. I mean, go find her. You want to talk to Big my, Brother? Yeah, slide into my DMs. Let's chat. Let's hang. All right. Well, if you want to chat with us about this episode or any episode, you should tweet us with the hashtag #OBrotherPodcast, and you can find Please me. Do. Yeah, and you can find me everywhere at It's Me Breezy. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thank you so much for having me. Bye, guys. Bye.